2: In the air, everywhere. A very happy Friday to you. We are recording this podcast live on tape. Uh, I am Ben Mauer, Danny G Radio. This is the 17th day of the month of November, the final Friday before Thanksgiving, a time where sports talk radio takes a turn to the wild side. And you get a lot of evergreen sports radio. Uh, Danny G is the man, the myth, the legend, as introduced. Uh, hello, Danny. Good morning.
4: Good morning. Yeah, it's finally the time of year in Southern California where it's a little harder to get out of bed because it's cold in the morning. You got to get a jacket on. It's weird, right? Like you got to start looking at your jacket collection.
2: Yes, it's, it's so cow cool, uh, but I do, as a day sleeper, I love it because I can actually sleep and I don't wake up when, uh, like, usually in the summer when it's hot, uh, like one o'clock, I can't really get past one o'clock because it's too yeah. hot, but it's been cooler and that's nice. We actually had some rain. In fact, there's supposed to be rain this weekend here in LA. Never rains in LA. They made a movie. It never rains in LA, but that's a lie. That's not true. Uh, we have the Cubana surprise. We've got that. Also, the uh, idiom of the week, which is not to be confused with the phrase of the week or the word of the week. This is a different. This is the idiom of the week, which is much more uh, exotic, Danny. Much more exotic than that. I, but I love words. We both love words. We like you know in, in enhancing our vocabulary or learning some phrases that we already use, where they came from, things like that. We also have foodie fun. On a on a Friday, but as always, we begin with shameless promotion as the TV show has still not been canceled. Shockingly, uh, which means people are actually watching it, which is good, but we need more people to watch it. Penny versus the penny was over at Universal Studios in uh, in Hollywood there, which I guess isn't actually in Hollywood. I don't know where it is. Where where is Universal Studios In Universal City? Is that where it It is? it
4: is? Yeah. Universal City.
2: Did they name the city after Universal Studios? Is that why it's called Universal City? Yes. Oh, all right. Uh, Anyway, I, I was over there hanging out, had a great time. It was always fun going in there, doing the TV show. So week 11, Benny versus the Penny, and it is in the bag. It's been sent out on the satellite to the different TV stations, so it'll start airing later today. And if you've watched Benny versus the Penny, thank you. Uh, watch again uh, if you haven't uh, check it out uh, we, uh, we're we on everywhere from Boston to LA it's on uh, satellite TV direct TV Fubo TV if you don't live in a market that has an affiliate you can get it on the direct TV hookup obviously but uh, things, are, things are going good we're, getting, we're loosening up a little bit I can't get Tom to unbutton Tom Looney to unbutton his shirt but uh, we are getting deeper in the fun zone happy days are here again and the uh, people that work on the show are getting a little annoyed because I've done a little better recently, I still have not had that breakthrough week. Now, we did Benny versus the Penny last year here on the podcast, Danny, and there were a couple weeks where I just absolutely killed it, where I was like seven, eight, nine games above 500. Haven't had one of those yet. I need desperately, Danny, one of those. So if you can somehow mess with the gambling gods, that would really help. That would really help. Like if I if I ended up, you know, going like nine and three or something like that, or nine and four, where I was like five games above five hundred, I would be happy with that. But even better, uh, I'm all for it. Maybe you can accidentally food poison
4: Looney one week, just for one week, nothing too serious, button my top button like a cholo and fill <laughs> in. And if it's a cholo penny, you'll
2: win. Racist. Yeah, I, I've told times, I said, listen, we're, we're on television. You don't have to wear the funny shirts. It's okay. You don't have to be. Uh, who's that guy on TNT, the NBA guy? Uh, what was his name? He died years ago, but they, he used to wear the funny outfits. Craig on... Sager. Craig Sager. Yeah, Sager was great. And I, Sager did it. He, he knew that he would get all the attention. I, I actually talked to him a few times. He'd show up to, to Staples Center, and he'd have regular clothes on. And then about half an hour before the broadcast, he'd go into the, in the dressing room there and come out like Bozo the Clown for the TV thing. And the players loved it, and he got a lot of attention for it and all that. So I know why people do it. Vic the Brick, who I've, I've known for years, Vic would dress like a total clown yeah attention but i've told tom like listen you don't need to button the top button who does that right nobody does that who does the, the top button you don't need the top button who, but no that's it, it, that's it look weird you look like you're all uh you know you're all uptight or something like that with the button all the way like that um anyway uh so the, the the show if you've not watched 30 minutes benny versus the penny we were doing like 90 minutes on the podcast and i was doing a solid hour on the radio so we're down to 30 minutes and it airs all over the place now. The Celtics play tonight, the Raptors. So that means we get bumped to late night in Boston, which is good. Cause I have noticed, and I if you guys go out to bars and stuff, I'm I'm getting a little collection of like photographs of uh people taking photos at like sports bars that have the show on it, because I'm a nerd like that. But tonight after the Celtics game in in the Boston market, which is the the place the show is produced from on NBC Sports Boston, Benny versus the Penny at 11 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. So back-to-back airings. So if you tune in late at 11, it'll just air again at 11.30. We're on in Philadelphia after the the Sixers-Hawks game and something called Bird's Huddle, which I'm told is a Philadelphia eagles theme show, at 11.30 so we're, we're going to take down Danny G, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, is he still doing that? late? I don't I've not watched late night TVs in years, but I, I assume Kimmel's still doing it. Uh, who else does? Uh, Fallon, is he doing a late night show? Yeah, it's still those same
4: goofballs. Yeah. I saw a commercial recently for Jimmy Kimmel, so that tells me he's
2: still around. The old sports guy, K-Rock in, in L.A. back. Then. Yeah, we knew him as a radio dude. That's right. Just a regular radio guy. Now he's uh, Mister Hollywood. There, he's in all the the Hollywood causes and all that. Uh, and so uh, tonight, Chicago, ten p.m. Mm-hmm. for Benny versus the Penny. So we're we're on there, and we're on uh, the first airing. Will be at six p.m. in the Bay Area, NBC Sports Bay Area. We'll be on there a couple times, and also uh, NBC Sports California, which is the home of the Sacramento Kings. So we'll be on at 8 p.m. and then uh, re-airing uh, late night, like 1 30 a.m. on Saturday morning, and then uh, on on Saturday proper, mm-hmm. back on the Lakers station Spectrum Sportsnet. Um,
4: yeah, starting at 6 a.m. Yeah, am looking at the schedule right now after a Laker replay at 6 a.m. in the morning.
2: Yeah, first airs it's at, at, at 6, but we'll be on at 3, which is a more reasonable hour, and then if you're up late at 11, you're more like morning cartoons. I'm not, I'm not a big Laker guy, but like G.I. Joe? Remember the old morning yeah. cartoons? Yeah, G.I. Joe. You had uh, He-Man. You had uh, really good stuff. Good cartoons on Saturday morning. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll be on all day there. And uh, not a big Laker guy, but they have a really good cable channel. I am such a radio loser. i been a big fan of their cable channel recently. Uh, and then on Sunday, we'll be on uh, SNY New York, uh, the Big Apple there. We've got our own time slot. We Every Sunday, I, I, I think every Sunday this football season, we've been on at 1130 a.m. That is our slot, which is good. So you can watch that if you're in the New York area. You watch that, and then that kind of leads into the NFL pregame shows, and then you can watch those, and then you're good to go. It's all, all you need. And there's a bunch of other showings. I don't have time to go through all the TV listings. As you like to say, Danny, just check your local cable TV listings because it does air other places. But these are the ones I know, I know uh, you can get it at these, these times today and tomorrow and all that. So last weekend, as we turn the page, last weekend was a rather eventful weekend, which is good content for the pod. And, you know, the only reason I leave my house, Danny, is so we have new things to talk about on this podcast. Otherwise, I would just stay at my house and I would not go anywhere. I, that would be it. I just wouldn't leave. i Uh, So Friday night, I was a social butterfly. Either that or I was taken hostage by my wife, destination La Descarga. Have you ever been to La Descarga, Danny?
4: No, it sounds like a golf
2: course. Sounds like a golf course. Uh, Not a golf course. Not a golf course. Uh, This was at night. It is a Cuban speakeasy. Cuban speakeasy. It's on Northwestern Avenue in the heart of L.A. Do they shove a cigar in your mouth as you enter? They do have a cigar bar. It's a Latin jazz club. They have live music, dancing, dining, uh, very chic, uh, elegant. So the wife liked it. Uh, There's a dress code. I hate dress codes. There was a dress code. What did you do? I put on my uh, put on my church clothes. i um, in yeah, my uh, synagogue clothes. I was upscale attire only. Um I should have just worn the I should have worn the TV outfit. That would have been funny. Yeah, I, yeah. The uniform that I wear every week. Uh but you were dressed as baller Benny. Yeah, so this is a speakeasy now. Are uh, you and the wife fans of the speakeasy She. I should just ask the your wife if she likes the speakeasy setup. Yeah, we've never been to one before. What? No. You've been, uh, what about Capos in Vegas? You ever been to Capos in Vegas? You never been, huh? I've never been on the West Coast. I had a record
4: company executive take me to one in New York one time, uh, when I was there for a radio convention. But as far as going to one with the wifey never we've never been.
2: Oh, when when your your son's a little older and you're able to leave and go do things. You should uh, you should go. Out. There's some yeah. You know, it's not really my jam. She like my wife likes them. So we the Capos is this Italian restaurant in Vegas, and they actually uh, NBC on Sunday, uh, the Raider Sunday night game. They showed Capos. I was like shocked. I was like, wow, it's like a random speakeasy in a mall, not a mall, but it's like an outdoor mall type thing, and it's in the parking lot. And I was like, wow, that's kind of. Kind of crazy. But this La Descarga place, I uh, got the dress code, all that. Uh, there's a hidden door. It's a speakeasy. Uh, there's a, you know, it's a rum and cigar bar. They they claim it's very reminiscent of Little Havana. Uh, but I I don't know. Have you been to Havana? I don't. I have no idea. But uh, when you think of me, Danny, you think of the rumba or the cha-cha-cha, right? Those are things that you think of when you think of me. Wrong! Uh, dancing. But this was, this was actually a special event. So one of the officers... That my wife, she's a nine one one operator. So one of the officers she works with was celebrating his birthday, and so a bunch of his friends and people from work, and, you know, n- nobody from my my circle. Um, and they planned this big night out. And so uh, as I said, I, I got all dressed up. You know, I hate doing that, but whatever. Uh, went to this grand club, big bar. Uh, you go in, you walk upstairs, you go through like this hidden door, and then you go downstairs into the speakeasy thing. And uh, you have randomly, you have a live band, but you have Cuban burlesque dancers in lingerie shaking their, uh, you know, whatever their mama gave them. Okay. And, this place sounds promising. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like random. Like you're just like, you know, having a drink and you look up and there's like a woman shaking your boobs, you know, it's right there. And uh, so since we had a big group, the wife and and the people that were celebrating this guy's birthday bought a table. So now we're sitting, you know, at the club, Danny, I'm not a club guy, but at the club that's VIP, right? That's big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bottle yeah. service. Bottle service. Yes. Yeah. So we had bottle service. So rolled out the red carpet and, you know, dancing the samba. Enjoying that salsa flavor and all that, and the man of honor uh, was was not there. We were like, "Where? Where is this guy?" And so my wife's like, she starts texting the guy, and then a couple other people are texting and, and trying to call him and get a hold of him, and 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 nobody answers. Right, so we're like, "Oh, it's kind of you know, you go to the club, you don't want to get there too early." There's, I, I've learned the lingo, like you don't want to get there too early. There's like a fine line when you want to get there. so. So we got there a little too early, but then you're like, you want to be the person that shows up at like 10 or 11, you know, goes late into the night. And so she's texting and calling this guy. It was his birthday party and he didn't answer. So we soon got a Cubana surprise, Danny. And as Paul Harvey would say, you know what the news is, but now you're about to get the rest of the story. So it turns out. After several text messages and phone calls, we never got a hold of the person we went out to celebrate whose birthday it was. (laughs) You see, now the rest of the story, this gentleman laid down after a very long day for a short nap. He visited Dreamtown and did not return until the club had already been closed. So so we all got to enjoy a nice out, a nice night out at a Cuban speakeasy without Danny, the star of the show, which I would say is the oddest birthday party I have attended. I've heard of the phrase "he'd be late to your own funeral." I've never heard "don't even show up to your own birthday party." I've never that we should make that a phrase. We can make that an idiom.
4: Good timing for this story because. I just read um, the other day, a little thing about how Walt Disney on opening day of the park, his head engineer was trying to fix the power on one of the rides. I think the toad ride or something like that. They thought the power cable had been cut. He tells Walt, don't worry, I'll go over there and, and figure it out. So he goes over to the ride and it turns out somebody had just unplugged something. So it was an easy fix. He plugs it in. Walt Disney thinks he's busy with this big job, you know, putting wires back together. So he goes behind the toad ride and falls asleep for hours. He missed the opening of the park because he was sleeping behind the ride. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I, I wish I could sleep like that. I, I'm jealous of people that have the sleep. Do you have the sleep? I don't have the sleep power. I don't, I'm lacking the sleep power.
4: My chick says you can sleep anywhere if you're tired. Yeah. If I'm tired enough, I, I can knock out as long as I have like a pillow or a jacket or something to lay my head on. Um, If there's a lot of noise and stuff around me, it doesn't really bother me all that much.
2: Yeah. Like my week. Lately, because of the TV stuff, like early in the week, I kind of I, I do okay. Like on the weekends, I obviously get enough sleep. And then Monday and Tuesday are pretty good. But starting Wednesday, like Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, total shit show, total shit show. Uh, and so it's like three days a week is really, really nasty in the sleep department. But yeah, you win some, you lose some.
4: Really quick, did this guy like see pictures of the party? That would suck, right? You're finally awake, and you look at pictures of everyone having a great time.
2: Yeah, well, we thought he was dead. We're happy he's breathing again, so we were we were concerned about that. But yeah, I mean, he was, you know, I I don't I don't know that he felt that terrible about it. I mean, if you had a, if you got to sleep, you got to sleep, I guess, and uh, that's it. And uh, he he passed out, and I don't know if he's done that before. He's going to retire soon, so I was like, I told my wife, I said, "Are we having a big retirement party?" He's not going to show up to that either.
3: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: Time now for the idiom of the week, which is not to be confused, Danny, with the phrase of the week. That's a totally different bit or the word of the week. This, this is only the idiom of the week. That's all it this is. is. Like, this is like the sports car of words. Uh, this, is, this is big, all right? This is a massive thing. Idiom of the week. <laughs> And we're very excited to have it. We're going to get a big sponsor. I know they're working on that right now. A lot of live commercials, a lot of live commercials. I know that's coming. So, the idiom of the week is stiff upper lip. You ever heard that? You got to keep a stiff upper lip, right? Which is, of course, yeah. Way to be brave or, you know, in the face of. The crap that happens in everyone's life, right? So you get a couple of bad breaks, things don't go your way, whether it's medical or work or relationship, whatever it might be. So you got to control yourself. You can't get upset. You got to be firm. You got to be locked in and all that. Uh, And and so it's stiff upper lip. It's been around. So where does the phrase come from? The idiom of the week. The phrase stiff upper lip. Has been traced all the way back to ancient Greece to the Spartans. I better let Sparty know the Spartans. Uh, and so the uh, the cult of discipline, self sacrifice, was an inspiration. It was an inspiration to the English public school system, and the Stoics, and and those ideas were adopted by the Romans. And the concept reached England in the 1590s. We're going way, way back. The, the phrase became symbolic of the British people. And, and really, it was more for the students in the 1590s there during the Victorian era. I like those Victorian-style homes. I like those. My favorite, though, are the craftsmen homes. I love those craftsmen. Those are really... Really good. But then I get depressed because those were built with the wood from the great redwood forest of California. They chopped down to build those houses. And I get bummed out because I love going to the giant forest and Sequoia and and all. Anyway, uh, get back to the point, please. So stiff upper lip goes all the way back to ancient Greece. It also continued on through England in the 1590s. And uh, the uh, phrase of the week, stiff upper lip lip. I guess it was immortalized. Uh, oh, no, you said phrase. Oh, did I say phrase? Oh, the bad.
4: idiom of the week.
2: Who goofed? I've got to know. Idiom of the week. There It was also part of a famous poem, which I will not attempt to pronounce, because why would I pronounce that? Uh, just no no way to pronounce that properly. Uh, we all got to eat. Big time of the year, Thanksgiving, a holiday built around food. And you might go out and eat. You, know, you don't just have to eat Turkey there's other things like you can eat you can eat so uh, we have foodie fun the hits just keep coming on the podcast they just keep coming foodie fun under the sun as we head into thanksgiving week have you checked your inbox
4: i can't believe that dude hasn't made an intro for us yet
2: uh i did not see i did not see anything this week I think you scared all the music guys away, Danny, when you scolded our friend from Richmond. I think you cheated. I, them all. I didn't <laughs> scold them. <laughs>
4: I was just having fun because of time constraints.
2: Uh, I know, I know. S- so we we've done Thanksgiving. I've done Thanksgiving shows over the years, and I'm, I'm always fascinated by the, the the guys that go out to get a bite to eat on Thanksgiving. You know, that's a, 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 to me, that's a day. You know, you stay home, but some people like to go out and have their Thanksgiving meal out and about. Right, that's their thing. We've actually been um, considering
4: going out this year okay. because it's hard for you know the wife to be in the kitchen with the
2: baby right now, for sure. Yeah, in your situation, totally get it. But some people who don't have a kid just want to, you know, they're just lazy. Exactly. So I have as a public service announcement, which we do not have to do because this is a podcast. I only have to do that on the radio. But here we have a list of, but not a list. It's more of a big board of restaurant chains. That are gonna be open on Thanksgiving Day. Now, I remember back when I was single and had nothing going on, I was working radio and I had to eat on Christmas and Thanksgiving. And oftentimes it was very difficult. I found the hardest day to eat, Christmas Eve, hardest day to find food. Uh, Christmas, there'd be some things open, usually Chinese restaurants. Uh, and then Thanksgiving uh, was hit and miss. But here, I'll give you, I'm not gonna give you all of these. Um, But here are some uh, Acapulco, the cantina. Uh, They're going to offer an all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving buffet with turkey and ham, carving stations. So if you're into that, uh, Bar Louis, which you've not heard of. I've been there. Black Bear Diner. You ever been to a Black Bear Diner?
4: I have for breakfast a couple of times.
2: Yeah, they have homestyle turkey on Thanksgiving. They're open. Bob Evans Restaurants, which are in a lot of the country. Bubba Gump Shrimp. So if you want some shrimp. You can go there. Uh, what else? Claim Jumper. There's not many of those left. That's a, a nice sit down restaurant. Well, not nice. It's, it's all right. Del Frisco's. Oh, you go to Del Frisco's Steakhouse there. Get a big, big ribeye steak, Danny. Oh, that sounds good. Here's where you ought to take the wife. She'll be really impressed if you take your wife to Denny's on Thanksgiving there. And you can enjoy turkey and dressing for dinner. Tender carved turkey breast, savory stuffing. I'm sure that's wonderful. El Torito is open. Ooh, I like their uh, sweet corn. They've got an all-you-can-eat Thanksgiving buffet. Uh, Flanagan's, that's a big chain. Fleming's Steakhouse. I know there's one of those downtown. Well, here's where you really need to go: you imagine the scene at Golden Corral. <laughs> oh, my God. Sweet baby Jesus. Golden Corral will be open on Thanksgiving Day from 11 to 4 p.m. And sometimes even later in certain cities. That is
4: where Koa's 93-year-old grandmother will be.
2: (laughs) You imagine walking into the Golden Corral, like strutting in and just like, here I am, bitches. (laughs) I want the prime rib. I want the, uh, I want it all. Uh, I want. It all oh, oh fogo uh, is that how you pronounce fogo de chow the the, the Brazilian steak place that's an all you can eat thing too right you go in there I've cool. only been to that place once I think I was at a fogo de chow and they give you like a thing it's it's red on one side and green on the other and you like flip it over you know what I'm yeah.
4: talking about they bring so much meat to your table that you start getting the meat sweats
2: yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot of meat uh, going on and. But it costs so much, You have, I, I always feel like I have to get more because i, I got to justify the price of getting in, so I end up eating way too much. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my, look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. All right, moving on from that, we have oh, here's here's a blast from the past, old school returning because everything old is new again, and good news, uh, Chili's. Guess what they're bringing back at Chili's? You want to take a shot here, Danny? Chili's, baby back, baby back, baby back. Yeah, boys to men, the '90s stars. Uh, they the earlier this week they released the modern version. Of I want my baby back, I want my baby back. I want my baby back. I want. How much do you think they got paid for that? Uh, one million dollars. Gotta be right, man. That thing got so much airplay on radio and and also obviously television. But you know, doing sports radio in the late nineties, it was on nonstop. Right, we had we had a sponsor. I had so much so much Chili's. We were doing we were doing an event on the top of the Capitol Records building, the famous Capitol Records building in Hollywood, and the sponsor was Chili's. And I think what they did is they just got free food as part of the deal, you know, because they 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 cut the they gave them like free spots or whatever. But we had so much Chili's. It was wild, man. We were sitting on the top of the Capitol Records building eating like every, we were going through the entire menu trying to figure out what we wanted yeah. next.
4: You were shoving those uh, southwestern egg rolls into your
2: mouth. Oh, uh, it was uh it was wild, man. And and so anyway, a baby back rib jingle is back. nostalgia. You can't go wrong with nostalgia. Right? You can't you can't go wrong. People love it love the nostalgia. Uh we have new items. Let's see if any of these Hit your palate, Danny. Danny's has put French toast, uh, several different French toast dishes on their permanent menu. I know you're concerned about that, but they're, they're going all in on the French toast. Carl's Jr. has rolled out a new guacamole bacon burger. I don't know if I need that. I do like this. Taco Bell's got rolled chicken tacos, which I, I used to call those taquitos back in the day. <laughs> those are pretty good. They've also got their $5 cravings back, uh, cravings box. Jack-in-the-box is testing new crispy chicken wings with three varieties, they say. Yeah. Not a fan of the Jack-in-the-box Bo- Jack uh, wings? No? I don't think any fast food place could do a good job with wings. Just You don't just put them in the deep fryer and that's it? That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, deep fryer
4: that's been sitting around all day frying fries and other crap? Probably not.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of that actually, this has popped up. I I've, I've known about this for years, but not everyone knows these things. The McDonald's hack has gone viral again on how to get fresh piping hot fries. I'm assuming you know this, right, Danny? You you you're a seasoned veteran of McDonald's, but the trick is you go into McDonald's and you say, "Hey, I want my fries with no salt." So yeah. then they have to make the fries with no salt. But then you ask for salt packets, and you end up spending 10 minutes pouring salt over your fries. <laughs> At least they're fresh. At least they're fresh. So, so there is that.
4: What I've done before, it's been a while because those fries will kill you. But when my wife was first pregnant, she was craving those to make sure they were fresh. I asked, can I please get a batch that's lightly salted?
2: Oh, Okay, there you go. That's good. Yeah. So think. that, yeah, then you don't have to spend all that time with the packets. It's a good move. It's a solid move. Do you like those nacho fries from Taco Bell? I don't know if you're, you're not probably, a big not a big fan. I like what they dip in. I'm not a big fan
4: of the coating. It's too thick.
2: Too thick. Well, they uh, people apparently love these things, and they have launched a subscription. Now that's like next level. You should just go directly to the Fat Farm if you're getting the Taco Bell subscription to nacho fries. I think, but I mean, if you're into this, would know, each their own. It is a new Nacho Fry lovers pass. (laughs) And it just became available a few days ago. So the way this the way this works for fat asses, man. For ten dollars, ten dollars the fat ass pass. Exactly. For ten dollars for reward members with this program, members have access to a regular nacho fry order every day for thirty consecutive days or through December fourth. So you can you can get your fries there. How much are nacho fries? Are they a couple bucks? How much is a regular nacho fry? I don't know. No, that's probably like four to five dollars now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, ten bucks then—that's actually a good deal. You don't have to do the thirty-day thing, but I don't know. I feel just like weird. Like oh, I'm back again. I'd like. Uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, it says uh, what else? Talk about the the, the grilled cheese nacho fries. Uh, oh, here we go—the new iteration. Oh, you're right, Danny. Look at you. $4.99. Yeah. 4 99 So all you have to do is go twice. And I assume for the $10, you, it, no, it's got to be more than 10 bucks, right? That can't be. They'd lose their ass on that. Oh, they must assume you're going to buy some other stuff. Maybe that's it. They think you're just going to. Yeah, gonna-
4: exactly. You're not just going to get the one item.
2: I would get the one item. I'd I'd be like, all right, I'm good. Uh, Give me the small bag. I want the fries. I'm good to go. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you.
4: Remember, this is a fat ass pass. So uh, (laughs) you need a lot more items than just the one.
2: Uh, That is is a fair point. And we'll, we'll get out on foodie fun on this. The good people at Hershey's from Hershey, Pennsylvania, where do you know what record was set? What, Sports record was set in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hmm.
4: Let's see here. Hershey, Pennsylvania. The most baskets in a row. Uh,
2: no. The most points in an NBA game. Ah, okay. scored By a guy named Wilt Chamberlain, the Philadelphia Warriors. And that famous photo of Wilt Chamberlain holding up the paper that said 100. Yeah. That in 1962, the game was played in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Hershey Park Arena. Wow. Uh, yeah, so there, that's that's where the magic happened. I assume that's been torn down long, long ago, but not in Philadelphia. It's like when, I think when Kareem set the scoring record, off, which has been broken by LeBron, didn't he do that in Las Vegas against the Utah Jazz? I want to say he did. Random Factoids, Because the Jazz used to play games in Vegas for some reason. I don't know, at like the Thomas and Mac Arena in Vegas. We'll get out on that. It is Friday. Danny, anything you would like to promote? I know you're, you've got double duty today,
4: so you got a lot going on. Yeah. This morning, um, after I take a little nap and do post-production on this fine podcast, I will make my way to Sherman Oaks, California, for the Covino and Rich Show at the Network. 2 to 4 p.m. for a fun Friday. That's on the west side, 5 to 7 p.m.
2: in Newark, New Jersey. Beautiful Newark, New Jersey. And and really just wonderful scenery there in Newark. All right. Thank you, Danny. Uh, Appreciate you listening. Uh, Remember, Benny versus the Penny. It's going to be starting today and then Saturday and then a little bit on Sunday. Would really love if you could check that out. It would mean a lot to me. I appreciate it, and have a wonderful Friday. We'll talk to you. we got new podcast Saturday and Sunday. We'll talk to you then. Pasta, pasta. Got to murder. Got to go.
1: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.